scratched out a couple of notes I want to make today. start off with um, let's start off with looking at um, how we got to where we are how we got to this place sitting here in college as a name holding up some story some story of something you need to get to some way of fixing yourself some way of making yourself better some way of improving yourself some way of holding up life. And I know each and every one of you woke up this morning and you wake up and there's that, that little bit of moment there just before you wake. You're still asleep. You're just starting to wake up. Just before you wake up, it all comes in. This story appears and then you wake up and you go, oh yeah, it's Wednesday and I'm Mike and now I have to do all of these things. Right? You with me? And that moment then either takes off as, oh, right, what a good day, or it takes off as, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I'll get through this day. But prior to that moment, there was nothing wrong. Prior to that moment, you were coming out of one story of a dream. You're transitioning into another. So how do we find that place right there, that place right there that's always there? How do we find that place and really realize that that's really who we are? And how do we take that place and say, you know what, let's take this and let's walk through life with this. And then allow life to move so that we're not holding it up. We spend an enormous amount of energy, an enormous amount holding up that character that we wake up to. And we spend an enormous amount of energy making sure that character has good friends and the bad friends are gone and we've done well, we haven't done well. We try, we're so busy holding that up. It's, it's exhausting completely exhausting and then we look for it in little moments to try to get away from it through vacations or money or objects or Saturday night we're trying to get away just for a little bit but it keeps coming back and there it is so let's take a look at that let's take a look at that today I'm gonna to point you and bring you into a place where you go okay here's my truth and that has been an illusion and then how do we get past it? Now how do I still survive? So I'm gonna hopefully in about the next hour or so show you and talk to you in a way that no one else has talked, spoken to you. Show you things that no one else has spoke, shown you. And we're gonna take this thing and we're gonna lay it out on the floor. We're gonna poke it, we're gonna look at it and go, that's a truth that no one has yet to even talk to me about. Your, your schools won't talk to you about it unless you come to Harvey's class, which is phenomenal. The stuff he's doing, I'm blown away. Um, but in your grade school, that was never taught. High school, this was never taught. The only thing that was ever taught in life from day one since you were a child has always been, you are this person and this is what you have to do. Right? That's exactly what we were taught the entire time. And then we're holding that up. 
So um, I think the first thing we're going to do is we're going to go and explore ourselves and see who exactly we are. Now, as a child, as a child, you were you were born in this really beautiful state of just enjoying life. It's just happiness, happiness. Everything was happiness. And then one day you're you're sitting and you're saying, I am, I'm this, I'm all of this. It's just happiness happening. I'm touching things, I'm hearing things, things are happening. And there's an expansive, open presence of everything that's taking place. And this place comes to you once in a while. It may come to you in the middle of a, of a sports game. It may come to you in the middle of sitting by the river or by a mountain or by the beach. But it only comes in little moments. So then, so there we are is this beautiful place of wonderment. And then suddenly somebody will say something over here. You're as a child. You'll hear your name. You'll hear Michael. You're not paying attention to it. And then you hear Michael and you look over here and somebody then claps and they smile. And now what they're doing is they're taking this expansive openness that you are and they're naming it something that it's really not. It's a name. So you're given a name. Your name is not really who you are. You know this. You absolutely know this. Because there's a part of you that watches. There's a part of you that's always watching everything. If you're sad or depressed, something is watching that. Something knows you're sad or depressed. If you have happiness, good times, you, you go back and go, yes, I had good times. I had good There's another part watching this eye. These things take place. So this is put upon you. And then after that, it's then directed as, oh, you're now this single wave of energy. Before you're an open presence of energy, now you're a single concentration of energy. And then you carry that around. And you have friends, and then you get an ego, and you learn which toys are yours, which ones are not yours. And it keeps going and going and going and going. So finally you're in grade school, you're in high school, and then you're learning that, okay, the ways of happiness are to carry go through this way, stay away from this, stay over here, and keep going and climbing this ladder to try to get to happiness. And it's exhausting, terrifying. And you keep going and you're holding up this character, continually holding up this character, based upon what people say and what the media says and what you buy and what you wear and what you eat. And all these different things just keeps going and going and going. And you've lost and let go of that big open expanses, that expansiveness that you are. This takes place. And then finally, after a while, you get to a place where you realize you're now holding up everything. And now you go, okay, now I've got grip. I figured it out. I know that if I do this and I do this, this will make me happy. And then you're given, which I drew up here. You can't quite see it, but... This is kind of like the life. Here's the beginning, here's the end, there's you, there's you, and then these are all the stages of life. So we, stuck, we start looking at life linearly. We start looking at it this way, right? So if I say to you, what are you going to be in the future? What do you want to do five years from now? Everybody's eyes are going to go that way. If I say, what happened last Saturday night? What did you do? Your eyes would all go that way. So we look at everything as if it's this, this, this thought pattern that's not who we are. 99% of the people walk around living life as a thought. What is life to you? It's a thought. No, it's not. It's right here. It's right here. So I'm going to show you how to look at it a little bit differently. So we're going to step out of it, find out who we are, and we're going to go back into it. We're going to go back into it. We're going to see that this here is just one giant illusion. This illusion that Mike is this, doing this, being this. These are all illusions that's, that we are given 
that we hold on to. And we're always trying to make them better and find happiness in this. Does this make sense? You with me? Are you agreeing? You're saying, damn right, this is, yeah, this is exactly what happens, right? And then we, we find ourselves following, following advice from other people. Do this, do that, go to school, do this, get this job, get that job. Have we stopped to really find out, hold on, who am I? I know I'm not this name, but who am I? We have not explored that. So we'll start with an hour today. Okay, so let's do this. Um, I used to meditate, and my story is I was meditating, and then I was doing healing classes, and I was reading books, and I was trying to find answers for life, just trying to find them. And uh, one day I hit a point where life was nothing but walls. I couldn't get past anything. I was in a place where I'm like, between jobs, I couldn't get to another job I wanted to get to. I had a young family that was very demanding. I had a wife that was not providing happiness. I wasn't happy in any place. I'm going, what has happened? I created it all. I made it all. I put it all together. I had it there. And I sat there looking at it going, ah, this is miserable. I don't like one piece of this. Why is that happening? So I started doing spiritual searches and seeking and looking. And I'd find little spots of meditation. Ooh, this feels good. But who's got time for that? And I would find myself working through the day just to get to the spot to try to find happiness. And this wasn't a religious thing yet either. Religion is, we can talk about that some other time. So this was something different. So I was looking for something different. And then one day I sat down at a PC, a computer, and I talked to somebody in California. And I said to him, hey, I can meditate and feel beautiful peace, but it doesn't last. How do I keep it? And he told me a few words that shook my world. And he said to me, look deeply to see if Mike exists. Hmm, has anybody ever said that to you? That's huge. Have you ever taken that question and sat with it and said, let's look at that. And you say, well, then let's just assume for a minute Mike is not existing. Then who exactly and what exactly is there? What is the presence that's there? All right, let's find it right now. So um, I have this beach meditation, and I think this will work. I have the sound of the ocean. There we go. Quite pretty. So here's the, um, here's the ocean with a little bit of flute behind it. Let's try it. So if you've never meditated, it's pretty simple. Put your feet on the floor, relax. I'm going to speak to you. And when I speak to you, just follow my words. I'll take you where we need to go. Okay? So close your eyes for a moment. I want you to picture yourself sitting on a beach by yourself. You're alone on this beach. It's just you. The ocean is coming in, the waves are beautiful. You see the sun rise coming up, you feel the warmth of the sun upon your face. You inhale and you take in the beautiful salt air. So you inhale, and you hold it, and you let go. You feel your toes in the sand. To the left of you is nothing but an empty beach. 
goes as far as you can imagine. Up on the sand dune far away is someone playing a flute softly, you hear that. That echoes and goes out upon the mist and the sea. To the right of you is the beach as far as you can see, there's no one there. It goes, you see the waves coming in, the seagulls are moving about. Way down at the edge is the lighthouse. You're in this place. You are this place. You feel your toes in the sand. You look out to the horizon. You see the blue sky touching and dancing upon the sea. The sky becomes your mind. Open. Free. You feel the breeze blowing across the ocean. It touches your legs your chest, your arms. In this place you let go. You let go of everything. And after you've let go of everything, you let go of whatever's left one more time. And then you let go again. And your heart and your breath become in rhythm with the ocean. You rest and relax. Thoughts and fear, just you watch them like the waves come there. And in this moment, you feel the energy of the ocean and the sand. And you slowly open your eyes and return. Were you able to follow me? Were you able to see the ocean, feel it, sense it? Yeah, good. Yeah? Yeah, okay, good. Question two. Who were you when you were there? Who were you in that moment? What was, what was there? Put a word to it. Matter. Matter, okay, that's one that's good. What else? What else? How many of you, first of all, felt felt something drop and relax into something, right? Right? You you automatically, without trying, without thinking, without trying to make anything happen, something released, cracked open, and naturally just opened you up to something, right? What do we call this something? You know this something. You've seen it. You've lived this. You've breathed it. You have been this your entire life. What do we call this? What was felt there? What was there? Conscious. Mm -hmm. Conscious? Yeah. What about words, simple words like peace, happiness, joy, love, rest, openness? Right? Right? Awesome. That is who you are. It took me 20 seconds to point this out. This is who you've been your whole life. The rest. The rest of this is just writing upon water. 
So we go to the beach, and you sit, and you go, there it is. Yeah, this, this. And it's almost the point where the waves are talking to you, the ocean says to you, welcome home. Right? And then you, you, you sit at this beach for a while, and you do this, and then you go back, and you go back out into the town, and, and you go through this, this life thing here. And then you come back a year later, and you sit at the beach, and it's back. There it is, it never left. And then you go back to the life thing, and you do it again, and then you come back, and it never left. And then at the end of your life, you sit at that beach, and I, I speak to you, and I say, what has been here the entire time, every time you sit at this beach? You go, let's call it something. Let's just call it presence. Presence is always here. Every time I come here, there's presence. And is there a you in this presence? There's not really, is there? There's just presence, right? There's just presence looking at presence. Are you with me? Yeah? Good. Hang in there. Don't get, don't get scared of this. This is cool stuff. So there's just presence. And then I say to you, did any of that happen? And did any of that touch this? And you say no. How can it? Right? Never touches this. It's never touched. All the things that... And you go and you sit at that beach at age 5, 15, 20, 30, 40, 55, 75. And every time you sit there, you are the same presence. Never aging. Nothing ever happens. Are you with me? How phenomenal is this? How amazing is this? So then which is more true? Because this stuff keeps changing all the time. These are your relationships, your jobs, your people, your life. All these stuff coming and going, coming and going, coming and going. But this never changes. It never is touched. It's never tainted. Right? So which is more real? This presence that sits observing itself upon the ocean. Or all of these stories that happen up here. Huh. So when I ask you, look deeply to see if you exist, the answer is no, not really. Then what is there? Presence. Presence. So now the big question is, how do we, how do we, this is beautiful, how do we take this now and take it into the world? And how do we, how do we live and how do we go forward in our classes, in our careers, in our life, in our relationships with family and friends and everything else? And how do we then live so that we are not grabbing things and bringing them to us like that, but rather we are living so that we are this presence and we are expressing this as everything. How do we do that? By noticing and declaring who you are. By really realizing, okay, which one is really more real? So you're sitting on the beach, you're, you're there as presence, as everything. That's pretty damn real, isn't it, right? That's, that's, and when everything breaks down and falls and opens, that's what's there. So, which is more solid and real, that or thoughts? Thoughts come and go, right? They don't, they don't change. You're allowed to talk, I, if you want to talk, because I, I, I prefer to do. Am I, are, you, are you with me on this? Yeah. Yeah, so, so what's, what's more real? The presence that's there or the thoughts? 
the presence, right? Yeah, the, the thoughts come and go. You have a thought, I want ice cream. You know, I want to watch this TV show. They come and go. They come and go and they land upon presence like writing on water. That's all they do. So then, if you stay in as your presence, you go, there it is. There's presence. So when you're sitting on that beach, there was just presence. This you, this, this mic that was labeled by your parents, where is that in that moment? It's, it doesn't even matter, does it? It's just, who cares? This is real. This is what's here. You feel it right now, don't you? Yeah? It's right here. It's in this room. And everybody's going, thinking, what's he talking about? Even those are presence appearing. Things like that. You with me? Okay, so let's just assume that we decided this moment, this is, this is the truth of who we are. This is my truth. I, I really just presence. And so then, let's go back and over here and look at our history of life, of who we've been, all the things that have happened to you. No matter what took place, all of it was presence, touching presence. You can, you can then take that word and you can change it up. So let's let's change it up a little bit. Let's uh, let's take the word and drop something beautiful. It's called love love. Love is when you rest into what is there. So what is here? What is here? Presence. Love. So your whole life, everything that's ever happened has just been love, touching love. Even the chaotic moments that we have, and we all have them. Because how many of us have parents? <laughs> you have problems. <laughs> right? Because parents, and you'll be parents, and you'll go, how does this happen? A kid's <laughs> You have no idea what you're doing, so you pretend. All the things that have happened to us, no matter what it was, how horrible it was, this presence was never touched. And the true you was never touched. My mother and father got divorced when I was 16. The day after... Um, Christmas, my dad stood there with two suitcases and said, I'm going, I'll see you again, I left. My mother went into her bedroom and locked the door and found prescription medications for 25 years. They battled each other. I grew up. We had fun. <laughs> um, on her deathbed, my dad came over and held her hand before she died. I called him up and said, hey, mom's dying. He said, okay. I said, you haven't seen her in 25 years. He says, yeah. I said, her boxing gloves are off. Go. He's like, okay. So he went up there and he held her hand. And then before she passed away, I sat there with her. She became this, pure presence. Everything else she had done was just, it didn't even matter. He held her hand. The next day she died. And I called him up and I said, what, what was that like? what do you mean? I said, you haven't seen her in 25 years. And they hated each other. You spent a lot of money on lawyers. And there you are holding her hand before she dies. And he said, it's as if time never took place. It's as if none of that stuff ever happened. He sat in presence, as presence, touching presence. 
right there. And he came to the funeral and did all kinds of stuff. So we find ourselves in dreams where we're just going through things, trying to get to some place. I did a seminar the other night, and um, this this lady, she, um, I asked her, I said, what is your biggest challenge? And she said, I go to church, and she says, and they teach me that I'm here, and God's here, and that you have to do better and better and better and better. And I, and I do better, and I try to help people, and, I, and this is where heaven is, and I try to help people up here and then I something happens and I go back down here and I'm up and I'm down she goes I don't think I'll ever make it I looked at her and I said you are already there you've been there the entire time I said you're this presence this is this presence the path is the presence I said there's nothing happening I said w w show me this this ladder you're trying to get up doesn't exist. We have this thing in our minds that says, I have to get better. I have to improve. I have to find myself. I have to work on myself. I have to be a better person. You are already this, completely. And you're so much this and so beautifully this that if I asked you to, to find your center, your, your answer is your, your center is everything you're looking at. Completely everything. Presence is you appearing as everything. It is flooring, walling. It's everything you see all that out there? That's you. You say, no, 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 that's too beautiful. That's too amazing. That can't. It's I'm here and life is out there. That's the biggest illusion we could ever fall for. It's never been proven. Never been proven that matter out there exists. It's simply energy. This is energy, this is energy, that is energy. All of this, you want to find your center? It's that. You're looking at it. It's all of that is you. This is how, and we have moments where this takes place. And these moments, when they take place, only happen when you let go. And when you let go, something natural opens up. I'll give you an example. How many of you have been to a concert recently, right? Rock concert, jazz concert, rap concert, whatever, dance concert, right? What happens in that moment? We love it, right? You love it because it's you. It's the crowd. It's the band. And if I come up to you at that moment in the concert and have you say, where are you right now? What is here? You would say, there's no me here. There's just this. Vibrations of energies moving, dancing, right? There's n you lose yourself in that completely. That's what we do. We get lost in these things. So if you can get lost in a concert with all those people around, and you can get lost with all the music and vibrations and all that stuff taking place, that same lostness that opens up as presence as everything is right here in this room, appearing as all of this and all of that. And this is what's real and raw, because what you let go to is this, not thoughts. Beauty is now you take this, you put your paintbrush in it, and you start painting the clearness of this, and you paint it up, and you realize your thoughts are this too, your worries are this too, and everything that ever happened to you is this also. There's nothing but just this appearing at all points. No matter where you are in life, past as a child, there was just this always appearing. When you go forward in life, further on as an adult, you're always going to sit back and go, There it is, that beach moment, as everything.
That makes sense? Are you following me? It's this simple. It's absolutely this simple. Now, Harvey's got thousands of books this thick to talk about it because it's one of the most obscure, strangest, beautiful things out there to talk about. And people write tons of books about it, and musicians sing about it. There's a band called the Talking Heads from the 80s, rock band. Listen to their lyrics. Heaven. Heaven is a place where nothing, nothing ever happens. We're talking about that. Nothing ever takes place there. And if you go into any experience of anything and use your senses and relook at your senses, you realize nothing ever happens. Nothing's ever happening. It's just all appearing, all appearing, all appearing. Presence. Presence is what you are. You with me? Okay. While I'm speaking, ask any questions about this. So I opened up and discovered this read books, kind of like you're doing, looked at it and went, wow. And I, I kept looking at it like it's over there. Okay, there's, there's, I'm going to get to this presence over there. I'm going to try to get to it. I'm going to try to understand it. And I'm trying to stay in that zone, wherever that is. Okay, and then I kept looking for it. And I'm reading more. And there's moments where I read a book and I go, ooh. Something would then just unzip just a little bit. And I go, yeah, that feels good. And then I felt like I lost it. Oh, I lost it. Now i got to go back and get it. It's this big chase for this, this thing. And then one day, after talking to that one guy, he sent me that one thing and said, look deeply to see if Mike's here. I, I then all of a sudden went, whoa. What I've been chasing has been me the whole time. I'm knocking on this door to get to peace, and in the meanwhile, I'm on the inside of it. And the door is peace, and I'm peace, and there's no door, and there's no me, and there's just this. And it spiraled out after about three or four years. It just kept going and going and going. And it shifted and changed. We now are people doing this. This is what's happening right now. We're changing. People are shifting. How do I know? I'm talking to 25 right now. Ten years ago, I was talking to one, maybe. Okay? So look at how we're changing. There's videos and stuff on YouTube. We talk about this all the time. So after I talked to Charlie, I then found myself walking down the street and, and realizing the sounds that I'm hearing are all stillness. So my life changed. Something shifted. I found myself listening to stillness in all notes and sounds. I found myself looking and seeing from the way the sky would see. I found myself touching things and feeling things with emptiness. There was emptiness in everything. And then I found myself thinking more from here, from my heart, instead of thinking with, okay. And then the big thing was I didn't have to get to some place. There was no place to get to because, okay, here's presence right here, right? If you move to the next part of the beach, you go down the beach, what's still there? Presence, right? And then you go and you go into town and you get all your stuff and get things organized, and then you finally stop after you get organized what's there? Presence. And then while you're trying to get your stuff organized, you stop a minute, what's there? Presence. Right? And in this presence, there's no you, there's just this. Just this appearing as everything. You with me? Yeah? Is anybody going, what the hell is he talking about? Anybody totally confused? Good. Yay for you. <laughs> Completely. Even the confusion of, I don't get this. So let's say I'm speaking about this presence. You're going, hey, I'm over here looking at this going, what's he talking about, right? Because I know 
that I am Nimrod? I am Nimrod. And I've been told I've been Nimrod. <laughs> right? Right. Presence is space. Right? It's space. So it's space. Can space be divided? So how can the space that I'm pointing to be separate? How could you be separate from that space? You would still be in space. But yet, there's also a name, Nimrod, there, which is very important because we like our name. Look into the name, and you'll find that there's space within the name, too. It's there. Like, if I say to you, point to where Nimrod actually, where is your center? Where is the center of who you are, this, of Nimrod? Where is your center? I, and you, I'd say, is it your arm? You'd say, no, not my arm. Is it your hand? No, it's not your hand. Is it, is it, your, is it your heart? You'd probably say, yes. It's my heart. My heart is, is the center, and that's where, that's where it is. Okay, where? Left side or right side? All right, maybe it's not my heart. It's my mind. Oh, good. Okay, so your mind is Nimrod and space on it, right? Okay, so where does the mind begin and end? And is it not space too? Ah. <laughs> so now what you're experiencing is you have Nimrod and you also have space at the same time. And both of them, both of them together are just this. So when you sit on the beach, you can be Nimrod sitting there. But there'll be less talk in your head, less worry, less less planning to do because you go, this is nice. What was I what was I worried about? What did I have to do again? This is nice. Can this be improved? No. Does this need to be changed in any way to be better? No. So then there it is. So you are and have been your whole life perfect. Open space, pure as everything. And then there's a name on top of it. The same way we can take this impossible name, name of presence, or name of love, name of Michael, you can name it Nimrod, anything you want. It's all those different names. But all those names are raining upon water. They're beautiful little pointers or fragrances of it. But in truth, the point there it is. Right? Good. A little better? Are you in more? Good, because space can't be out. You have to kind of... I've lost it. Oh, you have. How did you divide space? Show me. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be cool. All right. Um, I wanted to. Um, there's something else I was thinking of when I was talking. I want to share a story with you. I want to go over a story. Um, and this is a story of what. I see with when in teaching this. Um, oh, here's here's. I want to show you another way of really looking at presence, and this is a this is a beautiful way. So, if I tell you to focus on your foot, you 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 focus on your foot. It's pretty easy, right? There we are, focusing on our foot. Now, focus on your hand. You focus on your hand. It's pretty easy. Um, focus on your shoulder. Got it. Now, focus on awareness. Hmm, where'd the mind go on that one? Focus on awareness. Whoa, it's a buzzing of moving of, uh, yeah, right? Right. That's who you are. That's truly who you are, awareness. What is here? Ask that question. What is here? This awareness. Awareness is who you are. So in that, yes. 
I'm not sure if you're still finishing your thought, but I know before you mentioned how you're applying that to like your career, your life, and all that. That's what I was really wondering about. Yeah, good. How do we take this? How do we then apply it? How do we take this to the line at Walmart where we're waiting in line going, good lord lady, you got enough coupons there, right? And we find ourselves impatient. So, you can keep changing objects to get to happiness. You can keep saying, okay, well, I don't like this friend, I'll get a different friend. I don't like this job, I'll get another job. My daughter's great at this. 19, she's had five jobs. She comes to me all the time. Dad, how do I quit? I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> 10 ways to quit a job. Have fun with it. So you can keep changing, inter interchanging your objects. Or what you can do is you can take a moment, stop, and learn how to get to your presence really quickly. That's what it comes down to. Learn how to automatically just get to that presence. And it could be something simple as going, what is here? Okay, ah, well, every time you say what is here, do you get a response, do you feel something, and you say to yourself, what is here? You, you sense this presence, okay? When you do that, are you able to take the moment where you are and see a shift in everything? Um, you can see people. And you can say, okay, they are separate from me. It looks like they're separate from me. But at the same time, you can say, what is here? And then once you say, what is here, you can then sense that something is threading through everyone. <coughs> we did that beach thing. Everyone was in the same spot, thinking, feeling the same thing. Which means that right now, everyone as we have our thoughts going all in different directions, some people are thinking about what time is it, I'm hungry, and all this. And then underneath all of that is a presence that's appearing as everything. It's both. If you can learn to detect that in its own subtle way, then you can go through your career and you'll find yourself expressing out as your gift to the world instead of grasping to get in. Okay. So you say, say that we still need the name. You still need the name? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Which leads me to my story, yes. I had a question. So like, are you saying that if you do have like, negative energy that people in your life that you should, like, they're a part of you, but they're part of your presence, because your presence is connected to their presence. So are you saying that you shouldn't push them? That yes, that's a great question. That's the most difficult question we have come across. <laughs> ah, there it is, right there. <laughs> you promised she wouldn't ask that question. <laughs> Only kidding. That's a good question. So, to put these together, your question was, you keep the name. You keep your name. It's important. You, somebody has to write a check to you at some point, right? And put your name in, on a bill. So you need to have that name. But you see through the name, the way we just did this. So it's seen through at the same time. You are the name, but you're also a presence. You meet people, and you'll be able to see through them as presence, but at the same time, if they're aggravating, if they're dangerous, if they're not, if their fragrance is not nice to be around, you, you move away from them as well. Even 
even the even the word no, buzz off, or other things, is presence. Do you understand that? Yeah. Even even the word no is is that. And I've had that experience where I've been in this place where I thought everything is presence. Everything is beautiful. So let me let me just allow things to happen. <laughs> so I did. And then I found myself going, no, no, don't want that. No, no, and how dare you do this? And then I felt going, wait a second, if everything is present, why don't I just let things be? Because even the pronouncements of no, this is not right, don't do this, and protecting yourself is also presence too. So you let that happen. The difference is, the slight difference in all of this with your question and her question, both the same question, is that there's not a you that's on top of the waves with a motorboat trying to get to someplace. There's a, a sail that's sailing you. And, and it flows out from you. There's just a slight difference. You, instead of going forward, you then let go the same way we let go on the beach. When you let go, something opened up that was actually very powerful without you trying. You didn't have to try to say, I'm going to let go, it just did. So now what you do is you now, you let go a little bit and you let it take control. How many of you play sports? Anybody play baseball? Okay. Pitching, catching, best thing you can tell the pitchers, don't try. Right? Don't try, I have kids that all play sports. What are you trying to do? I'm trying to throw a strike. Well, that's your problem, you're trying, don't try. And then, boom, the ball's going right in there. How'd you do that? And my son, he's up there, he's batting, and one day, wham, it's a triple. He goes, you know what I did? I said, what? He goes, I looked at this bottle of trash that was out there in the middle of the yard. You know, we played some nice places. <laughs> and he goes, I just focused on that bottle, and I just saw right through the bottle, and I knew exactly what he was going to throw, and I knew him, and I just, and I, I just did it. So, when you get into that... They call it the zone. It can be called the zone also. But to me, the zone sounds like you're kind of like there's a you trying to dig down into it. It's not, it's a natural. But I would rather say let it flow, let it flow out. And doing this, taking this to sports, you dominate completely. And you know you dominate when you're not trying. So much of sports is, is, is dependent on how much junk you're holding up here. If you're doing this, you're trying too much, you'll get nowhere. But if you let it go, it happens automatically. I write music, and I go into the studio with nothing written. And the engineer goes, what do you got? And I go, well, let's try this, let's try that, let's try this. And then we put these pieces together, and he goes, good Lord, how'd you do this? I said, I don't know, I just, I just put it together like this, okay? That's how, that's how you, you roll in life. That's how you go into your career. Go in as if everything that you're looking into and you're going into is you. It's the open presence appearing as everything. You'll lose nothing. You're just angering yourself. Cool? All right, I want to tell you a story. Um, and I brought these instruments that kind of are fun and they help. And so, I'll just cover up your microphone. So, there's three people that own a, you own a record store in town, right? What is your name? Dylan. Dylan? Okay, your name's easy, it's Nimrod. And 
Emmanuel, and what is your name? JC. JC. Dylan, JC, and Emmanuel. Okay. So you three own a record store. And there's a big, huge mountain next to this record store. And you're working this record store and you're saying, we need to take off two weeks and go climb that mountain. Because at the top of that mountain is enlightenment. <laughs> you're like, yeah. And um, so the three of you take off. And then you decide to pack your bags and you start to ascend up the mountain. Now, within the first 15 minutes of the hike, um, JC starts worrying and thinking about the store. What am I going to do about the store? And, and if I go up there for enlightenment, if I go in there and go up to the top of that mountain, I'm not going to be able to, I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to do as well in the store as I always thought I could. Okay, and this is a, a very common reason people do not even sit and look at what we're looking at right now. They're afraid that if I go into this, I'm going to lose control of everything. I'm going to, everything I'm holding on to, I'm not going to be able to control that anymore. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. And it's a very common thing. I worried about it too. Well, wait a second. Am I going to this? Am I still going to be able to do the things I was doing with the intensity? And there's... That's absolutely farthest from the truth, because the truth is you'll do it with 10 times more intensity. I'm sitting here right now talking to you, giving you an amazing lecture without one note card, and it's all from presence, completely. Better than I ever had. So it happens all the time. So you then decide, I'm out, I'm gonna go back to the store. And they're like, all right, go ahead, see you. So now, um, you said Jason? Dylan. Dylan, Dylan. So Dylan and Nimrod then walk up to the top of the mountain. And they go way up there and they sit at the top of the mountain together. And while they're up there, um, they sit and there's this big, huge canyon that's there. And the canyon goes all the way down into the river and there's different colored trees and there's, a, there's a, an oak tree that stands there. And this oak tree reaches out into the sky and its branches reach down and its roots are underneath their feet. And they sit in this chair. And as they do, they watch the wind. The wind blows through. It blows through the canyon. So this is the Native American flute. One of the most beautiful instruments. If there's ever an instrument that probably takes presence and plays it as a tone, here it is. So we're going to play this. So, Dylan and Nimmer are sitting at the uh, canyon overlooking this and they're listening to the sound of the wind and this breeze comes through the canyon and they become the place where the breeze begins and ends and the breeze itself and it sounds like this
The next thing happens is the oak tree that they're sitting next to has, it has holes in it from the woodpeckers. <coughs> the wind blows through the oak tree and it sings also. It sings this song. Trees speak to us thousands of words, but they're not in the head. They're just felt. It's a knowingness. It's a presence that takes place. So this tree then says, what, what is here? What is appearing? Who are you? And then the answer comes in this form. of the river, you look down there and there's a huge black bear. Now, normally you would run and your mind would be in a place of fear because you would be in thought where there's me and there's a bear and they can equal death if I'm not careful. However, you're now in this place where there's no fear of death. There's no you, there's just this, there's the presence. And so you look at fear directly and you welcome it. And you feel its energy come upon and land upon presence. And you look at its edges and borders and you realize fear is presence too. And the bear sings and now you hear it in a whole different way. sit on this log feeling this and then your feet go into the ground and you feel you feel your feet there and you feel the entire earth become nothing but energy and presence there's no feet there's no earth there's just this you with me however here watching you the entire time has been a white-tailed deer the white-tailed deer represents love. Love is something we're grasping to get all the time. And the tree says to you, if you look over at the deer, it's going to run. Don't look at it. Love will run. Know it's there. Just sense it with your... And then the tree says, now I want you to visualize someone sitting in front of you. 
And whoever's sitting in front of you is somebody that you have not liked your life, somebody who has hurt you, somebody that's really hurt you. Yet now they sit with you, in front of you, eye to eye, and they've let go. They sit in the same spot you're sitting. And the deer sings a song of love. And in this moment, you look at that person and you see presence within them. And all the things they've done have been gone out like a faded song to see. And they look directly at you. They look into you. You look into them. A letting go takes place and an opening of space. And the deer sings this song. So now you're at the top of the mountain, and you're just going, here it is, got it. So the next thing happens is one of you decides, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay in this place. So one of you stays up there. Which one shall it be? You want to stay up there? Okay, you stay up there. Nimrod goes back down. Now by staying there, you then find yourself not exactly in the best place because then you're just like, everything is presence, nothing matters, everything is presence, nothing matters. And meanwhile, Nimrod goes down the mountain, she goes back into the store and she starts working and engaging in life and taking everything that's there and going, presence is records, presence is customers, presence is this car fire over there. <laughs> and see, he sees things and goes, that's dazzling. Everything is, is beautiful. It's amazing. She also has moments where she's sad and depressed and goes, there it is. Presence appearing as sadness and depression. Yeah. And goes through these things. And then she's working along with you, who is now still in this grasping part to get things done. Your sales are not as good as hers. Hers are doing much better. Because when she greets people, she's like, hey, how are you? What do you need? looking for Pink Floyd. <laughs> and you're like, what? What, what do you want? What, what is it? You know, so people sense that. You stay up the top of the mountain, which is where a lot of people get stuck. They get into this and they go, there it is. I'll just stay in the zone and nothing matters. I have a friend of mine who does this. He's in California. And I called him up and said, hey, Ellis. Yeah, I said, you know, you can make money with your guitar doing this and this and this. And he goes, no, I'm just going to let things happen and appear there and, and whatever, dude, it's all love and whatever takes place, it's all presence. And I said, dude, it's happening right now. I'm calling you up and giving you a good lead for some musical you know, things you can do. No, but that's not it. I'm going, all right, fine. So he's in this floundering place. The mountaintop is beautiful, but come down, come down. And now you come down 
And now you get to a whole new level of knowingness. And this is where you are looking to get to. How do I get to this place where I can see, good God, look how that chair just stays on that ground and projects the color black on the color white perfectly, exactly, without me having to think it. Right from there, express from there, learn from there, live from that amazing place. And then you're doing it. You're now down the mountain you're with her. See how that works? All right, well, when you back down the mountain, because I'm going to tell you episode about this, so he comes down the mountain. Too. See how that works? So let's take a look at this, um, these sheets. How much time do we got left? We have about 15 minutes. Perfect. All right, I'm going to cram through these real quick. Let's pass these out. So this is a little sheet I made on um, it's um, duality versus non-duality. Not that it really is a versus, but just some different things, ways of looking at it. You have actually ones, just bring them up again. So um, let's look at this. I do want to say right now, if during this class you have questions that are not answered, you can see me afterwards or you can contact me. I'll help you. So I, I, I made a chart of duality, which is living as, okay, there's Mike against the world. Got it? And I also made a chart of non-duality. Well, let's say you're living as presence, and there is awareness of might, but that's not truly who you are. How, would, how is life going to form from that? So in duality, your understanding of time is there's a future and the past, and there's things you have to do or regret. You have to get these things done. There's a future, there's a past, and I have to get to this point to get to happiness. In non-duality, there really is no time. Time just becomes something. You're aware of time. You need to be at a certain place at a certain time. But it's not exactly, it's, it becomes an open, an open time. There's just an open presence. In relationships, um, you're trying to get to a place. You're comparing it to another person. Relationships are, are you're trying to get to something. In, in non-duality, you meet someone. You go, here it is. Complete wholeness automatically happening right now. Now let's go play and express. Okay, let's go hang out. Let's go have fun. Let's play pinball, right? Okay, death. Death. A huge fear of death. People who are in duality have a huge fear of I am going to die. That's the biggest fear we have of death, okay? Um, ending. Fear of uh, pain in the future. In non-duality, can that moment when we're at the beach, that moment where you sat there, does that die? You think that could ever die? You think that's ever born? It's endless. That's and that that is your true essence, right? So, death? No. Not at all, ever. Here's death. See this here? Okay. The space in the middle is you. That's your endless presence. And in death, this is what happens. This comes open. Okay, here's your shell, your story, your body that does this, right? And then it opens up, and what is here 
has always been here. You open up to what's always been there. It's amazing. Completely amazing. Okay? This is what we fear the most. Now, we'll take these pieces and we'll put them in a grave and we'll sing and pray and cry over them. But in truth, this is what it is. And if you've known anybody who's ever died, it's like, here I am, see me, touch me, know me, now I'm gone, now find me. And they're everywhere. Right? Okay. Thinking. Um, oh, this is huge. So in duality, there's I'm thinking and I have to think my way through life. This is what takes all of our energy. I have to think my way through this moment. I have to think my way through this day. When in truth, in non-duality, which is truth, thinking happens automatically. You don't direct your thoughts. Take a moment right now, close your eyes, and think up your next thought. And then think up the thought that's going to come in 10 seconds. Okay. Now open your eyes. Right. How, how did that go? Did you do well? Were you able to do it? No. Holy crap. You can't think your own thoughts. Are you serious? Wait a second. If you don't think your own thoughts, this means that you've never actually directed anything. It things have just happened automatically. Hmm. If I give you your favorite magazine and I tell you to go sit on the couch and read it for 15 minutes. Do you think you'd be able to do that? Or do you think after 10 or 15 minutes you'd be on your phone, you'd be up doing dishes, or making yourself a cheeseburger or something like that? Right? Right? So we don't. Our thoughts appear. Here we are as presence. Our thoughts are appearing just like floundering through. They're, they're just little films that are projecting upon us, the screen. Okay? So... Thinking still happens, but thoughts don't root into anything or anyone. So your presence, okay, you're also Nimrod at the same time, but you're mainly presence. So now when upsetness happens, and anger or something takes place, it'll appear, but it's not going to root into a separate person and carry that around for years. You'll just, oh, there it is. You'll look at it, you'll feel it, you'll sense it. You can play with them more. Um... Let's look at God, okay? So God, in the duality, you're here, God's over there, pay the ferryman to get to him. That's kind of the way it works, all right? You will eventually meet God. That's, that's how it's come across. In non-duality, there is God, there is you, there is oneness. The God is you and everything. Presence is God. The illusion of the greater power is not there. Um, it's just this. It's just this. The greater power is threading through everything, including this essence. Make sense? Life. Let's take a look at that. In duality, you have life is hard. People speak of life as if it's another entity. Life is so hard. Life is beating me down. Well, there's a separate you against life. Take a look deeply to see where is life. Where is it? It's everywhere. It's everything. Look deeply. Where are you? Everywhere. Everything. You allow it to happen. The body feels life. There's no waiting for life to take place. Life is happening right now. This, this is it. This is as good as it gets. And it cannot get any better. Um, in duality, you're always seeking and waiting. You're always waiting for something. I'm waiting to get to some point. Well, presence is here. And when you get to that point, there's presence also. So there's no, there's no seeking. It, it ends your game on that. Um, in duality, there's a feeling of holding up life. 
you flow with life more in non-duality. There's a flow that takes place in life. We have this flow all the time. You go out and hang out with friends, you talk to them. Do you write down what you're going to say? No, you just talk. And it happens flow perfectly. And you have a party on a Friday night, you go, wow, that was the best party ever. How do we do that? I don't know. Let's do it next week. And you do it the following week and you try. And then what happens? It's a sucky party, right? <laughs> Not as good. Um, and then some last things you have. In duality, you walk through life, you feel like you're missing things, you're dancing and you're, not, and you're thinking about tomorrow all the time. You're always thinking about what's next. Well, in non-duality, you're able to taste what's there, you feel what's there, you know what's there. Okay? So, at the bottom of this is how to open this. These are some little pointers and questions. So, while you're out doing things, food shopping and stuff, who am I? That's a very popular question. Who am I? That beach moment, that's who you are. What is here? Same thing. What is here? Am I aware? These are things to look at also. Uh, and the very last one I have, these are some exercises. Exercises, um, I call it the true you exercises. Let me give you these. So these are like ways of, these are ways of just kind of looking at some of this. Oh, are they? Are they on the back of that? Yeah. Some of them have it in the back, some don't. Okay. All right, cool. Good job, Harvey. Questions? I went over a lot of stuff. A talk you probably never had. Let's let's get some questions going. What's, so what did you think? What, what are some questions and challenges on this that you go, hmm, I'm not sure what to do with this? Or, did most of you kind of get it and understand it? Yes? Raise, raise your hand. You're kind of like, yeah, I got this. Okay, so most of you are kind of getting it. Some of you are kind of like, hmm. Something. Do you have a question? Yeah. Um, so, like, all you were saying, like, you said, like, that has to, like, I mean, like, is it connected to a religion? Oh, that's a great question. Actually, it is. Religion, religions point to this. But it's almost written in code. Look deeply. Take this. Take your presence. Look into your religious scriptures in a form of presence. And find it. And you'll see that it's there. It's actually there. I was, I was raised uh, Catholic. So I went and saw all the stations of the cross. And went, what is this crucifixion, Christ, what's all this happening here? I'm going, oh my God, there it is. They're talking about this mountain. He goes up the mountain, he comes down, the resurrection is coming back into town. And working at the working at the record shop, there it is. So you'll find it's all written there, and you can go back into it. And as they say, oh, you're connected to God. Well, there it is. The word God sometimes people throws a whole history of you know what you have been told by somebody who was a bit ignorant at the time. But maybe you meet somebody who's not, you understand it. Does that answer your question? Good, good. Yes. I think with a lot of that stuff, it's a bit of a misunderstanding that's common among, at least in the Christian community. Because there's some parts of the Bible that say you're connected to God and your behaviors are very much like God. Like I'm very getting it says, you're made in the image of God. You're not actually all that separate. You're not actually all that different. But people see it as different because, well, for a variety of reasons. But there's also another part of where I think it's something along the lines of the kingdom of God is 
within every man, but you can't see it. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably a lot to do with what you're talking about. Yeah, you, you'll see those pieces. Um, the the more you look into it, the more you'll see, oh, th this is there. The one thing I, I've always heard is that, okay, so God, presence, truth is infinite. So that nothing can be finite. Which means it goes through everything, as everything. Do I have five minutes to do something else real quick? Um, probably about three or four. Three or four minutes. Let's do this real quick. One minute in each one of these. Let's take a look at sight, sound, and touch. All right. Take your hands and place one hand on the um, count on your on your desk. Leave your hand on the desk. So now, okay, there's a hand on the desk. From where do you sense? From where are you sensing the sensation of the desk? At first, you say it's your fingers. Follow it back. From where is this taking place? And you go, oh, okay, it's taking place deep, right? Deep in your mind. The mind is picking up the sensation of the take of the desk, right? You with me? The mind is where the source of this sensation takes place. Therefore, this sensation and the desk and everything is of the mind. It's the mind being projected out there as that. Now, with your hand still on there, don't move your hand. Where does your hand begin and the desk now begin? You just feel a warmth of energy. It's just a flow of energy, just flowing energy back and forth. But if you close your eyes, there's no desk, there's no hand, there's just this. Try it. Play with it. Okay? Explore your world. Okay, now take, um, now open your eyes, put your hands up in the air like this a minute. Now take both hands, now put your hand, your left hand down on the desk and put your right hand on top of it. Okay, so now when you watch that happen, you had a left hand and a right hand. Now I want you to just close your eyes, don't move your hands, and just feel. If you're an alien from outer space and we just landed here and I said, try this, what do you feel now? You'd probably say, it's the warmth. Just a warmth. There's no left hand, there's no right hand, there's just warmth. Okay? You with me? If you're moving your hand, you'll feel that. Now open up your eyes again, you'll see a left and a right hand. Okay? So, touch. What you did was you just touched something and there was a knowingness, a knowingness of that presence that you know in an object. Am I right? So, Find any object in this room that you think you can touch that doesn't have that knowingness. Everything will. <coughs> okay. Uh, the other one is sound. You're, are you hearing my voice? Between my voice, between my words, you'll hear stillness, you'll hear silence. This is you. You are the silence and stillness. Find this in all sound. Practice that. Listen to all sounds as silence within that sound. And then the very last one is sight when you look at something. So. Um, you look at this bottle in my hand right now. You see a bottle, and you see it's between your nose and this bottle. It's a color that you have looked at your entire life. This color is the color of presence. It appears through and as everything. When I tell you the name of this color, you're going to go, oh my god, there it is. Okay, you ready? <clears throat> it's the color clear. See it? Color clear goes through everything, is everything. It's the canvas that everything is painted upon. It's the screen. <clears throat> that everything appears upon. So now you have your senses. You can readjust your senses the way you 
use them. You used to use them as grabbing and bringing things in. Now you're using them as expressing out, expressing your presence out. And this is where you can take this into any career. No matter what you're doing, you go there it is. So I want to, um, I know we have to leave in about a minute or two. And uh, I want to thank Mike for being here. Let's give him a round of applause. And for those of you who would like to continue, <coughs> you'll be around for a few more minutes. Yeah. We'll go over to the gallery for those who want to, and we'll continue with questions. Anybody who wants to, it's optional, of course. And another thing, too, everything.